0: Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage2 Market Associates, Linda Popke.
1: Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Pierre Kawan. He has more than 20 years of experience in the software industry, leading several technology ventures, completing successful mergers and acquisitions, and he founded People on the Go in 2001. His Accomplishing More leadership program helps today's leaders develop the awareness and behaviors they need to focus on results and develop people in the midst of information overload. His best-selling Accomplishing More with Less workshop is enabling today's professionals to make breakthroughs in their work and personal lives. He's the author of Time for Leadership, The Accomplishing More with Less Workbook, The Results Curve, and The New New Inbox. So welcome, Pierre.
0: Thank you, Linda. I'm looking forward to our conversation today, and thanks for having me here. So you've, taught, you've written and, you, and you've um, spoken about so
1: many different things. Why are you focusing on leadership now?
0: Well, partly because I believe that we're now experiencing a big transformation when it comes to leadership. Leadership is no longer seen as being for the select few. It has expanded in a way, and it's more of a shared responsibility between leaders and followers. We were very curious about this, and we did a leadership survey, and actually 70% of the survey participants so far indicated that frontline employees and individual contributors, they need leadership skills as well. Interesting, interesting, so frontline folks as well,
1: um, and we yeah we we've thought very much about leadership as being the people kind of the generals in the front of the of the attack, so to speak, but what you're uh-huh. saying is leadership is now being defined as as something that that we all need a bit of, and and maybe you could tell us how you're actually defining leadership
0: yeah, so leadership in a way, is about uh, certain behaviors that include these following five types of behaviors. That's kind of how we're defining it. So number one, it's about taking initiatives and then focusing on results and then developing people, combining all of this with strategic thinking and also continuous learning. So all those together, they create what we're calling that leadership, uh, behavior leadership, um, training, leadership thinking. And actually, Linda, I want to share with you a couple more things about the survey, which are related and very insightful. Uh, the survey is still open, by the way. Okay. And, but we took an early look at the results, and some things that really were surprising is we have a question in which we presented 15 leadership traits, and we asked the participants to rank these traits. The three traits that ranks the highest were awareness of self, awareness of others, and motivating others. So that is a pleasant surprise in a way because it's supporting what I mentioned earlier, which is it's a new movement. It's a different understanding and different needs around re- leadership. And I, I see that... Um, as being something very positive. And Time for Leadership, the, the book, by the way, is primarily a guide for taking a journey of awareness. And it's not just awareness for the sake of awareness, but awareness translated to behaviors and to tangible results. So tell me
1: what you mean by a journey for awareness. Talk, talk to me about that. Yeah.
0: So it's a, it's a journey because... Uh, change doesn't happen overnight, and because um, the, way, the way we work and the w- what neuroscience is telling us about our brain and how we embrace things and how we change takes some time and takes incremental changes over time. So, so this, uh, what we're calling Journey, is pretty much, um, and the book is a guide for this journey, a three stage process in which we first focus on the information overload and how, as a as a leader or someone interested in that leadership uh, world, how can you first get a handle on the information overload because otherwise, if you don't have time, if you're overwhelmed, you can't lead. So this is more like the prerequisite for leadership. The second part of the journey is more about How do you uh, today understand people better, work in a diverse work environment um, where you have people coming from with different work styles, with different needs, different strengths, and bring that all together into something that's meaningful, understand people, and be able to maneuver through the complexity of today's workplace. And then the third part of the journey, which is really interesting and unique, has to do with being better at stress management and wellness, which we consider to be a really significant part of that whole leadership uh, journey. Well, it's interesting
1: you say that because um, very often I think some of the leaders we've all been exposed to uh, manage their stress by pushing it off on the people that they lead, right? Uh-huh. So we've probably all seen leaders who created stress as part of their leadership um, And and even people who are established and and well-known as leaders, such as Steve Jobs, who was an amazing leader, created quite a bit of stress to work with him. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of an interesting thing to talk about leadership as stress management and wellness. Um, So talk to me a little bit about that, and and how does that fit in with leadership?
0: So like I said uh, earlier, I think our physical and mental well-being are a prerequisite for having the clear mind and the energy that we need in order to practice leadership and be happy and make people around us happy, which is part of leadership as well. So otherwise we may feel um, exhausted. We may be headed towards burnout. Mm -hmm. So so that's kind of where stress management and wellness fit into the picture. I had the opportunity to work with our faculty members who contributed their expertise in in these areas. And we actually have three specific chapters in the book, one of them written by Dr. Alicia Mayer about stress management and some amazing findings that neuroscience came up with in in the last uh, number of years. And then also with Diana Moncrief about nutrition, and we have the latest what people really need to know about nutrition beyond the fads and, and some of the misconception about it, and then also about movement. Uh, and Jennifer Whelan wrote the chapter about movement, which is um, an amazing chapter that talks also about the sitting disease, and how we need to really counteract that sitting disease, which is causing us over time some, some major um, major negative side effects. So all this together, Brings to us some the energy that we really need to exercise leadership, and at all levels. And that's where fitness, where wellness, and stress management fit into the picture.
1: Absolutely, and you know this is such a such an important thing because I think that you're right. We hear about so many things around us, and, and people are telling us about nutrition and movement and um, and stress management, and yet that's all been kind of off to its side and, and you know, leadership is, mm-hmm. is sort of looked at differently. So it's fascinating how you bring this together. Um, one of the things I know that you do in the book is you talk about some leadership behaviors. So what are some of the things that you cover in the book? And particularly from a marketing perspective, as, as marketing executives, what do we need mm-hmm. to know to be good leaders?
0: Yeah. So, uh, so in marketing, and interestingly enough, I spent actually a lot of time in marketing. One of the startups um, – that I started was an enterprise marketing product that we worked uh-huh. with and dealt with marketing for years and very interesting that marketing kind of sits between very different and and very very different groups within the organization including sales including product uh, development and then outside deals with all these other external parties and so it's a it's a very It's a very diverse kind of group that marketing deals with and and a lot of tasks, a lot of people, a lot of personalities. So, So that makes that first managing the overload especially important and then being able to understand and communicate with people at all levels and also people with different personality types and different styles is even more important. And many of the behaviors that we that we talk about and that we we pretty much encourage they hit on those needs really well. So I'll give you like a couple of simple examples. Um, I did mention earlier the types of behaviors. I put them within that within that model where I have five different types: that taking right. initiatives, focusing on results, developing people. Thinking strategically and learning indefinitely. So, this is more the big, the big categories. But now, in terms of some specifics, just so you, so our listeners, get a feel for, for a couple of the behaviors. So, let's talk about thinking strategically, for instance. So, when an important and potentially overwhelming decision comes up, instead of panicking or hurrying into it, so stopping, taking a breath, and creating a decision making chart which is we have samples of these charts in the book. And in that chart, that chart is an invitation to look at it differently and think about um, who needs to be involved, uh, what are the issues to consider, and what type of decision would make sense in this situation. And then just stopping and doing something that's taking an action, like doing this chart, has a huge impact on our nervous system. So basically, instead of that situation being translated to be a threat by our nervous system, which typically is the case, uh, with that added structure, it's going to be interpreted as being more of a safe thing, and it's no longer going to create that same reaction. So it's going to reduce the level of stress. You'll feel calmer. People around you will feel calmer, and you end up with more of a strategic outcome now um, another one for instance again another little example would be developing people related to developing people would be for instance identifying a strength that someone has acknowledging it and help them use it to create something that's more tangible and therefore motivating them and creating that rapport with them in a much bigger way this is far more engaging than simply trying to um, create an engagement survey or some other uh, other you know way to try to create engagement. So, uh, so the, the book is full of very specific examples, but also invitation to actually apply these in small ways that will eventually add up to, to being much bigger. Uh, much bigger outcomes as they accumulate. Lots of good stuff here, lots of good stuff. I love the idea about creating a chart
1: that, I mean, what you're really doing is you're funneling that kind of fight or flight um, response into doing something, and then that calms your whole nervous system, which in turn calms everybody around you because you're not as as stressed. So I think that's really important, and same thing in particularly developing people. Uh, I want to ask just a couple of other questions in, in the time we have left. First of all from what you've seen so far Pierre are leaders born or are they made is this one naturally a leader or or can I can I develop these leadership skills uh,
0: Yeah yeah this is actually a question that comes up so often almost in uh, in every conversation and um yeah so are are leaders born or are they made So I would say um, and you may have already concluded this from the way I've been talking about leadership, that it's more made than born. Um, the, way, the way we put it is that you, you can develop yourself, you can develop your leadership skills, and you can do so building on the strength that you already have and developing additional strength that you might need along the way. But I think it's important to build on the strength that we have, um, but I don't, think, I don't think that's the whole story. I, don't, I think there is a whole uh, capability that we have, which is building and making new strength. So overall, it's more about making our path where we want to head, and that's why in the book we break down those leadership behaviors into small steps and specific behaviors that anyone can learn and practice. So basically, anyone who's willing um, will be able to to apply and practice those behavior build behaviors, building on the strength they already have and develop that leadership uh, awareness and the skills and um, turning some of those into actual habits and ongoing practice that's great so what i think i hear you're saying is that this is leaders are
1: are made not born which is good for those of us who weren't born as a leader straight out of the womb (laughs) Um, and that this is not a big big thing in terms of you have to uh, kind of uh, of internalize something right away but Mm -hmm. you really can change and you can do it in small steps so it's almost like any type of learning an instrument or, or an art or a craft or, or getting in shape, you start with small steps and they build up and then you can actually um, see some progress.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah,
1: That sounds great. That's fantastic. Well, it's been fun to talk to you. Uh, lots of interesting stuff here uh, and, uh, and it's been great to um, just understand a little bit more from a different perspective on leadership and I love the wellness and and looking at it as, as stress management, which again, I, I think too many leaders have not been focusing on. Mm-hmm. So, we've been talking with Pierre Cowan and his new book is called Time for Leadership, and it's now
0: available. So, Pierre, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Linda, and um, always happy to be here, and uh, thanks again for having me today.
1: Great. This is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership.
0: We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.Leverage2Market.com.